0: everybody, and welcome to show number 72 of the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. My name is Jimmy Palumbo. I am your host of the Jimmy Palumbo Show, the first and only show named after myself, Jimmy Palumbo. That could be a record of saying Jimmy Palumbo the most times in the opening 35 seconds of our fine broadcast here from the Omni in Atlanta getting involved here. Mr. 706 himself, Jimmy Palumbo. That's right. We're here for show number seventy-two, and of course, I have many people that get behind the glass. And today is the wily old veteran who's been doing it the most, Mister Chris Gucci, behind the glass. Chris, how are we doing?
1: I'm doing well, bud. How you doing? I'm doing. All show right. number hey, seventy-two. Man. We've made it such 72. a long Can way. Can you believe
0: that seventy-two? It's crazy. All right. Well, as you well know, when we number our shows, we have to do something. I was going to mention the seventy-two Olympics. With the tragedy in Munich, there um, because I remember I was only like seven years old. I remember that, so I got to give a shout out to the, anybody's family uh, that uh, went through all that, which was horrible. I could of course mention O.C. Eumannura, uh, but I can't use him because number one, he maybe he was too popular. Number two, um, I'm a Giant fan, but you know, me and my brother didn't like him. <laughs> I, he always came out of the game. it would be like third and eight, and he was supposed to be the sack machine. And we'd be in the upper deck watching. All of a sudden, be like, "Why is an OC in the game?" Um, I never understood that. He was, but yeah, he, he was a he was a good player for the Giants. Also, offensive lineman Doug Riesenberg, another guy I played like eight nine years, and also probably the first offensive. If you had to ask me who was the first offensive lineman I remember as a child, it would be number seventy two for the Giants, Gordon King. Uh, he another guy I ended up playing ten years. Uh, but I decided to go in a different direction. And that's because when you're little and you're younger and you're you're watching TV and you gotta remember the you know, the, the Giants weren't exactly on Monday Night Football or, or all the big the big national games as much as the hated Dallas Cowboys were. But I'm gonna go with a guy who still think gotta be in the top five nicknames of all time. Mr. Ed Too Tall Jones. <laughs> A cowboy, um, I never minded him. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I was a little kid. I was eight, nine years old. Even though I didn't like the cowboys back then, I like, I like him and Staubach. Only two guys I could really remember. Um, but he was a first round pick in '74. Played for the Cowboys from '74 to '78. But I learned a couple things. He quit. Like. It would be now, he quit right in the middle of, wasn't it like Jordan who quit at the end of his career in basketball. He quit in the prime to box. And supposedly he really liked boxing. He decided to go for it. And he was 6-0. and oh, He didn't fight anybody. But then I learned about the real controversy. In his first fight, he was winning the fight. But in the last round, the last round, the guy dropped him. And he was, like, stumbled around. And then the guy hit him again illegally, like, after he was going down. So the ref didn't know what to do, but then Tutol Jones' trainer jumped in, so that was illegal. So there was like all and it was a no stuff.
1: contest,
0: and they they ruled it uh, the, the fight no contest.
1: Continued. Oh, really? No,
0: he, no, they 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 let the fight like <laughs> they let him just go back. One of those, you know, listen, boxing. There could be 15, 700 page books about lousy things that have happened in boxing. Suppose he was getting booed out, but that was his first boxing first match, which I don't even remember. And they were all on TV, and they all made money. He made good money doing it, which is funny. All you know all what, when i was thinking
1: about it, when was this in? The, the, the early 70 70s?
0: 78 to 80 Mid- in that area? So
1: times really haven't changed all that no, much. these we guys got switched. A, they get Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell are scheduled to box yeah, each other. Exactly
0: right, a, exactly right.
1: Next month.
0: Um, and I was blown away by that. Uh, and uh, But then he came back, and this is something I didn't realize. I started getting into the Giants at this point. He comes back. And I, I thought he came back and he sucked. Opposite. He came back and he was really good. He made like three Pro Bowls. Um, he was a very, very good player. And then I didn't realize he played till 89. I do not remember that. I was at every Giant game from 81 to 89. Saw the Cowboys live once a year at the Meadowlands. And, and that was yeah. his
1: only, only team was the, was the Cowboys?
0: No, he played. I think he played one year with somebody else. But here's the crazy thing. And this is something you can help me with. So we're talking about Ed Tuttle Jones here. You got to remember, and this is so crazy, they didn't uh, stat; uh, sacks were unofficial. He had 106 sacks unofficially and 57 uh, officially. So that's 106 sacks, bro. That's a lot. And he played 15 years, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. A lot of people think he deserves to be. I don't really know. NFL, listen, anybody who thinks they know... About the NFL Hall of Fame, you just stop talking because it's hard yeah. enough to do with baseball. But the NFL Hall of Fame is like well, the NFL like, will,
1: will you you might see a guy like a Bo Jackson in the Hall of Fame one day, right? Like the NFL you, Hall see, of
0: is, is you, you see, Fame is you see
1: guys different. that it's baseball. You have to meet a certain criteria numbers wise, otherwise you're not even in the debate conversation. Like with football, it could you could have a shortened career at running back. Gale Sayers, I I believe he only played six years. Hall of Famer. Could you but, imagine? Yeah. 6 years. But it's um,
0: yeah, it, it, you can't even I, I don't even it's just not the same. I've never been to Canton. I want to go. I heard it's cool. But anyway, so that's my guy Bro. just a, a, a some a memory from growing up. Uh Ed, I got to admit, cool nickname or what? Cool really nickname. Tall. Uh it's one of Ed the few Too players
1: that you every from uh fan from almost every generation has heard of Ed Too Tall Jones. One right. way or I another. Mean, you know, NFL like it, films. Me,
0: yeah, I mean, it's like Mean Joe Green, Ed Too Tall Jones. These are, like, little phrases from the Didn't they have a guy named was...
1: Jethro Pugh, too? Like yeah, that Jethro looked... Pugh, yeah, yeah. The, the, that well, was against the uh, Packers in the Ice Bowl. That's why I remember that. But
0: Yeah, all those kind of cool names. Um, and a matter of fact, I still laugh when, like, there was a while when I was watching Rutgers football where I didn't think they had good names. And then when everybody else started to get all those, like, um, I guess you got
1: so. Alabama has Juca Darby running back. Right. And then yeah, Rutgers you know, has like Paul Smith. Yeah, then the,
0: I think Alabama had Kirby Dardar, one of those guys. Like All these cool names. <laughs> and then when everybody went to the, uh, uh, the Middle Eastern names or Muslim names, I'm not sure what the phrase is. You know, Rutgers had guys named like Bill Smith. Like, I mean, when are we gonna get like Ishmael Randaar? And then, Sander like the best, and then
1: the best uh, offensive player probably over the last decade, outside of maybe Ray Rice for Rutgers, was Muhammad Sanu. So once you finally got your uh, Muslim name, yeah,
0: finally got good at it, they put um, him at every position. But our linebackers are never named like you know, uh, you know, guys that last name is Hatchet or you know, there was one guy at Penn uh, State Ga- thing called Sam Gash, Gary Brackett.
1: Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, that's Gary Brackett's okay. Gary anyway, Brackett's a good linebacker name.
0: Nicknames are uh, are fun. So that's it. Uh, my, that's my guy again. Ed Tuttle Jones, number 72. Who do you got?
1: Oh, bro, I got I got really some light work on this one. I'm going to go with two people. Um, one, because we had talked about him, and you said, oh, I thought he was, but he wasn't. And that is uh, Mean Joe Green. He was. He didn't wear the number, but he did get issued that number as his first jersey after the draft. And he oh. wore number 72 in preseason that year, and then something happened. And then he ended yeah. up getting the number that he wanted. So well, that's and then why Dan we do
0: this show. That's why we do this show yeah. for little tidbits,
1: little tidbits. And then Dan Deerdorf, probably one of the most ah, annoying so, voices. I
0: should have mentioned him. I saw that when I researched. Remember his announcing used to make me.
1: People oh, hated him. I I couldn't stand him, him but he was probably a part of one of the most famous Monday night teams. That crew, it was Al Michaels, Dan Deerdorf, and was it uh, who was the other guy? Al Michaels. And Gifford, I forget. And Frank G- that's Gifford, right?
0: He Dierdorf replaced Cosell, didn't he? Soon after, he
1: he might have. So it was it was I remember it, it was is, Al Michaels.
0: Dier- is, is Dierdorf in the Hall of Fame?
1: Yes, he's. He I is? think he's in the Hall of Fame as a player because he was okay. one of the guys on the Cardinals' offensive lines back in the day. He was a great player, but he had an annoying voice for an announcer. That's for sure. Yeah, some
0: people hated him. I remember. And- oh, hey, listen. Damn we're dude. throwing
1: in the the seventy two Dolphins while we're bringing up seventy two. Yes, we, the number you know what? That's
0: a bad job by me. Bad job. Well, I had to mention the Olympics. Well, that's, but that's what I'm here. Seventy two Dolphins undefeated. That's what. Yeah, that's good catch right there. Yes, the last team to go undefeated. And you know what? I used to hate when those jerk offs would be on the sideline when a team loses, and they they like, they always show. And now you love shit, it. Maybe. But now I think, I think think about it though. But I I, I think I love it because like Tom Brady, Mercury did it on Dupree,
1: the Mercury Dupree, like. Yeah. Get, these guys are like I, eighty years old and they're still know, popping they're those all, bottles. Hey, Good listen, for them.
0: I don't care what. I don't care. Even though the NFL back then they, they only passed four times a game. It's you, something you, that running, becomes. And it this,
1: becomes a little more relatable later on in life. Is,
0: anytime you run the table in any sport, I don't care. It's a cool thing, um, unless it's the WNBA, which nobody watches. And by the way, watch Bill Burr's comedy special. He's got some great oh, funny stuff. On so that. great. I was crying. Anyway. That's it. All right, so we got uh, Ed Tuttle-Jones, Dan Deardoff, the 72 Olympics, and Mean Joe Green's rookie preseason year <laughs> jersey he was issued. Um, that is our uh, little bit of a, a lengthy intro, but that's okay. We had to talk about some stuff. Um, everyone, please go support my Instagram page, my YouTube channel, my Twitter, my Shitter, my TikTok, my Snapchat, my uh, Asshole.com, whatever it is. Um, And also Patreon. Now I got to give a shout out. I am up to, I can't believe how successful my Patreon is, bro. It's going through the roof. I have a total of five. Now let me give you some trivia. I have five Patreon members. Of the five, how many do you think I'm related to? Tough question. Five. No, wrong. Three. But I got to give a shout out to eileen joan palumbo aka my mother uh, mary palumbo Riccardi, aka my sister who i think is one of the top investors in merchandise there at chop sports also my cousin joe palumbo aka madison your intern's dad and then of course the two wild cards one is a guy named Alec stetsena from ramsey new jersey keyboard player he also he tunes pianos on the side, like one of those jobs nobody does. He actually he knows how to tune those big-ass uh, pianos, which I think is that's just, you know, you you could can, can go out every night drinking and not run into a guy who tunes pianos. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. Yeah, I, I think he's weird. the I, only I mean, guy left. A, he's I the think, only one left. I think that's why he makes decent money at it. And also, an old friend of mine, my poker player in the basement of Mike Rowan's house, Mike Demos. See the big Demo. I used to call him Big George Demo from George Foreman when he finally came back and won the heavyweight championship. We were playing softball, and he was a big guy playing
1: third base. I have a, and, I have uh, a connection to little, like Colonia Little League, where the Demosi family played on my brother's team. So be, I wonder, I wonder if, that. I wonder if it's related.
0: It's got to be. Colonia, yeah, yeah. Big Demosi, no doubt about. It. I don't, know. I don't know. you know what? I don't even know his family. He's got kids. I think he lived in. Col- I don't even know, but I just knew him from Mike Demosi. We just call him Demo. That was his name. And my cousin, Joey, reminded me of that. demo. We're laughing over that. But those are my five, which I think is hideous that I have only five Patreon, which means two things. Either people just don't care or people don't want to support my show. Maybe I'm going to start a Patreon for this. I've thought about this. Set up a Patreon for you. Give me $3 a month for me to not do the show. What do you think? I think I might get
1: more people. It might. It might actually, as, at least as like a gag, people might be like, "Hell yeah, bro!" Yeah, you might get yeah. a pile on situation and get three dollars a month to just. Yeah, So that is my call, big shout out to
0: Patreon. So you got to go check it out. I'll be a- advertising more. I've been doing some more social media, as you've noticed. Um, it's going well so far. We'll we'll talk about that in a couple months. All right. Now, of course, one of my favorite segments is. This is the section sponsored by Absolute Eyewear. That's right. Absolute Eyewear, which I always, I hate when I drop and I lose my, um, my ad for Absolute Eyewear because I like to read it and I have to gather my things. And here it is. Absolute Eyewear. You would think I'd have this memorized. Seventy. I was just gonna away. call
1: you out on that and be like, Jimmy, come but on, no, man. No, like I like to you You've know read be. You've done this read like sixty-seven. I times, know, but so. I forget
0: all the. Uh, I, I just. I, I got one pair of sunglasses and uh, one pair of eyeglasses, but I got them from Absolute Eyewear, getting involved, sponsoring the Jimmy Palumbo's weight loss conundrum subject here. Uh, that's right, forty-two Main Street in Woodbridge, New Jersey, seven three two. 326-3937. Give them a call. Stop by. Go say hello to Craig and Janine. Family-owned brother and sister. Craig, of course, played right center field for Corona softball for about 25 years. He was the young fella, the rookie. He was like a, you know, fast. He was wearing uh, the, the white, the white tassel shoes and the white pants, going down to DJs down at Jersey Shore. Then he came and got fat and old. And he played for years. But they got everything. They're opticians. Full service optical, prescription eyewear, prescription sunglasses, prescription everything. They got glasses for the kids, contacts, everything's done on site. They got an eye, gla- an optician that work. I mean, a optometrist that's right there. You get tested. I know this is important to you, Chris, because you can't see a damn thing. Uh, and of yeah. course, they got glasses for every budget. Mention the show, you get hundred dollars off a complete pair of prescription eyeglasses when you mention our fine podcast they've been in business for a long time customer service is what they do i and again best they have the best logo of all time which i created which hasn't gone you know they don't advertise this but i do when you leave there you don't feel like a jerk off which when i leave this podcast after talking to you i feel like a jerk off but when you leave absolute eyewear you don't and they have ray-ban Coach Ralph Lauren, Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, and Costa Del Mar, and recently added, Oakley, Charles Oakley's personal sunglasses. <laughs> right. So that's it there. I still think that's funny. I, I'm going to go on eBay see if I can find a, anything to do with Charles Oakley and say they sell Oakleys. Oakley's jersey or his t-shirt or something
1: like that. I'm going to find it All right now. All right, so
0: here we go. Not much to do on the weight loss conundrum episode here. Um, listen, I was down in Las Vegas in a hotel room. Which, I'm not Las Vegas. What am I talking about? Atlantic City. I was in Atlantic City. A big difference there. Um, I came in last week. I was uh, 199.1. And I came in this week at 198.9, which really is – and I ate a little bit before, so – but really, is, I, I, I held serve. That's so all I did. And I hadn't... Last week, I just said I didn't care. This week is loaded with excuses. And I think you have to just give me a break on this one. And I'm going to lead it into our next segment. I was in Atlantic City in a hotel room. There was just no chance. I couldn't even find... Like, you can't find healthy food. I, I had no chance. I, and plus, it was hot. So I was drinking more beer than I usually do. So I... I, you know, came in. I, I listen. I was eating like shit. And- Usually, what
1: happens when it's when it's really hot is people don't drink more beer than usual. They drink more water than usual. You're supposed to drink more water when it's hot out.
0: I couldn't even get the water. Do you think I, ha- I had a little Playmate cooler in the thing? Like at that um, point,
1: you have that six pack that you have in the fridge is free at the moment, and the bottle of water that they put in the fridge is like twenty five dollars on your no, card. In well, we're, City. we're
0: gonna we're gonna. So that's it. Listen. Bottom line. Oh, is, don't forget- I know
1: what we're gonna talk about. The clarion Inn or wherever you see. Yeah, but hang on. We're going to
0: discuss this. But hang on. Before, I just want to let you guys know, last week, championship bout was announced for Jimmy's weight loss. Uh, I will be 192 by the Rutgers-Boston College game, which is at uh, September 3rd. So that's where I will be, indeed. Um, I will be at 192, we hope. Um, All right, look. I was down in AC, Atlantic City an event i wanted to go to my daughter's Na- breakout nationals dance competition i gotta start off saying my daughter did wonderful her solo i was really proud of her um she nailed it uh, listen it's her first year doing a solo it was her final time doing it she had never done a solo she was always a little afraid of doing it it's a nice beautiful dance and she nailed it i mean she got she did. She nailed it. She was smiling. I'm starting to see a little personality come out with her. She nailed the dance. Her other four dances with the, all, whatever, all the kids uh, were awesome. No flubs, you know, as far as I, okay, what am I? I'm an unofficial judge here. And uh, the interesting note was for the first time, I don't know if it's because it's post pandemic, usually uh, the, the King Center is, is a really it's a really strong um, dance company. And, um, and I guess some of the events we had gone to, we were definitely one of the better ones there. And, and the Atlantic nice
1: City night. event, you started to see. Well, we were in Atlantic City real... last
0: year, but maybe the, maybe it the, the, was the. Uh, I got to remember, nationals are not, you just pay to go in. You have to do one of their events during the year, then you're allowed to go in. It's not like you won the regionals and you go to the nationals. Not like that. But I'll tell you what. And I, I explained to Natalie, I, I felt like I was like uh, Mike and a Mad Dog. I said, Nat, listen. You know, sometimes you go to these regional ones and there's some, you guys are much better going in than the other groups. You just are. Better, uh, just better people teaching you. It's a whole better thing. Nothing you can do. It's like it's like Division One, Division Two, and Three, that kind of deal. But this time, as soon as I started to watch a couple of dances, I was like, uh, hey now, wait a minute, like the other schools are bringing it. Like everybody was throwing 100 miles an hour. Now the King Center did very well all week. But it was nice to see, like, I explained to this. She was like, oh, Dad, some of our dances only came in third place, fourth place, second place. I was like, yeah, Dad, because there's better competition. But you guys did very well overall. Um, So you should be proud of yourself. But it was nice to see some really good dances. But, of course, and I'm not bashing my daughters dancing, but these dance competitions could be rough. Only in, it's just dance after dance. There's 900 dances, bro. And after a while, you just get like, even if I. I said gotta you late, admit,
1: I gotta admit something, bro. Like, I went to my nieces' both my nieces' dance recital. It was, it was great for about forty-five minutes, and then I, I was like, I okay, it. I gotta go. Okay, now, like, how, this about is going,
0: rough. how about going every day? You've
1: been, you've been to like thirty since we've met. No, but so. the recitals <laughs> like,
0: are different. Recitals have the recitals uh, are competitions much harder. Yeah, well, you get to see other people and. Uh, you're in a big auditorium, one of those, you like where they have trade shows and lights and it's loud. The music was so loud. And after a while though, it was and then like if I told com- you.
1: When it's competitive, it's a whole nother breed too. Right?
0: You, you, you know, it would be like, if I said to you, hey Chris, I know you like watching NFL highlights, but you have to watch NFL highlights straight from 9 a.m. to 6. After a while, you'd be like, you, know, in, you would you
1: would you would be like? Can oh, yeah. I watch hockey now in the you in just, the middle you, in the middle of Times Square. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like with like while, everything.
0: Like, right, but so <laughs> yeah. I went I went there and it was over at Harris, and I had room I had uh, rooms a room there, and I realized that uh, my daughter ended up staying in Brigantine. They got a house uh, with her mom and all the other moms, and um, I said, you know what? Let me go online and get 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 something better. Well. I elected to stay at the Claridge. Now, there's a positive and a negative to the Claridge. Uh, here are the positives. Number one, it was cheaper. I saved six, $700. Good for me. The other positive was they had a comedy club in the Claridge called the Atlantic City Comedy Club. It's one of the better ones. Beautiful room. It's kind of a room where like Aretha Franklin or Johnny Mathis would play in back in the day. And I got a gig Friday night. More on that later. The negatives. Um, I don't know how to describe this hotel. It's one of the oldest hotels in Atlantic City. It's a big brown one. You see it all. If As soon as you see it, you're like, oh, I know that hotel. It's been around there the longest. It used to be next to the Sands. It's big. It's brown. It's 25 stories. But it looks like it closed. The whole hotel closed in 1988
1: and just opened last week. It's musty, it's filthy, it's dirty. I think that's where Nucky Thompson got shot. That's how yes. old the Claridge it's, is. Come yes. on, bro.
0: It's 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 um, uh, uh it, it, it's scary. I didn't feel safe. It's old school. It, now, if someone had redone it in that decor, in that London heavy drapery thick rug thing, it would be cool. It would be different than that oh, light man. and airy home Could you imagine look.
1: the stories that 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 if like the walls could talk inside the, wall, the that's what
0: you felt except the the walls were actually talking of <laughs> um, gingivitis and other things my my bed was clean the smell i i learned i, I love educating i i
1: gave like you, you a full full warning about this going in
0: well listen listen the product for was actually and en- was engineered and discovered and and made In my room for the first five years of production. So every bottle of Febreze was created in my room. The smell was like, it was like 80 years of cigarettes and 11 bottles of Febreze and shitty shampoo on the rugs. I was like, whoa. So I put the air on and I let it run all, I had it like at 62. And I figured, you know what? And then I was like, I'll I'll just, I'll filter it out. I don't think anybody was in my room for a month. And by the end of the trip, it was, it was decent. Um, you were like
1: their I, first paying customers since 1944. I went, I went
0: into my, I went to my, the parking garage, the parking garage looked like the floor at Leggett's uh, on Sunday morning. Okay. Before the guy comes and cleans it. The, the, the parking garage looked like you were in, I felt like like, like you're in Ukraine. It was just a, a filthy, dirty, unsafe you had to get on seven elevators from the parking garage to get to the lobby. Uh, just a, a terrible. um
1: So, like, how is this <laughs> place? Like, you got to imagine that they're I don't, not. And really... they have no
0: casino. But now, listen, how I are they doing something. business? They used to be attached to the sands via walkway, but they knocked down the sands. Then Bally's next door, they took it over. And Bally's put like in a thing, uh, they have just built right into the side of it. And Bally's used to use it as their secondary hotel. So if Bally's was sold out, you can go to the Claridge. But then it got bought by someone else. They're trying to get their, uh, um, their license back. But it's like, I, I, matter of fact, something got ruled about six months ago. They just laughed at the Claridge. The only way Claridge would be cool is if somebody, like I'm talking about an Elon Musk uh, would come in and 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 renovate it for um, a gabillion dollars. It's it's a terrible hotel. Do not stay there. I get you know what no it is.
1: It, the the reason why I'm like lost on how it's even still open is because you would have to imagine that the piece of land that it's on is at least worth a ton of money. Like that that place could be knocked down. Yes and no.
0: You got to remember it's 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 about a hundred yards off the boardwalk though, and they got a famous park in the middle that they were holding some things at. They had like a. NAACP thing there, a band was playing. So you're not right on the boardwalk like the other ones are. And um, so it's just, it's shot. It, 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 it's it, I would love to see it renovated. It would be cool. What so are the did other you... po- I, I'll give you another positive. They have a bar upstairs called The View, which is on the 23rd floor. It's the highest point in Atlantic City with a rooftop bar. And there were nights I just walked up with my own beer from my own room. And you could look at all three sides, out into the ocean, which is cool during the day. Then you look to the left and you see all the hotels down the boardwalk. To the right, all the, the Tropicana, Baileys. And then when you look to the back, you see the Brogada and Harris, where the dance competition was.
1: And then um, if you look down the street, you could see a uh, hooker. Uh, you
0: see hooker, you see drugs, you see it's awful. Atlantic City... I don't understand. Listen, you'll never hear me say, you know what I had nothing to do this weekend? I, I drove down say I would rather, I would rather go to the mall in Paramus than sleep in my car. I, I, I don't understand the lure of that. I gambled a little bit. You know what it is? I went into Bally's. I went into all the hotels. I went for long walks up and down the boardwalk during the day. Got a lot of steps, and that's probably why I didn't lose, uh, gain that much weight, because I was eating like shit. Went in Rome. Um, I went into all of them. And you know what everybody, like, at Bally's, you know what everybody looks like? Everyone in there looks like they're in a doctor's office waiting to go in and they don't feel well. Everybody looks <laughs> overweight. Everybody looks poor. Everybody it looks, looks like-, like there's, like, you almost feel like going, hey, uh, you're on, like, you're on a fixed income with the government or something, right? And why are you gambling? You don't have money for that. Like, everybody looks like, and here's another thing. You know, I, I don't mind old people in scooters those little things you sit on i think that's wonderful go shopping gives them mobility but when you're like 70 75 you do that right in, Vegas, in Atlantic, keep on saying Vegas, in Atlantic City the people on those carts are only like 36 um they, they, they look unhealthy I felt like I looked like a I was like a I look like a a cornerback for like the Ravens down there I was in shape looking lean yeah. mean there's there nothing are, are, worse
1: than a dingy casino. And you're talking about Harris right now? or talking is it? About-
0: Well, Harris is shitty. Harrah's a little nicer. Harris like Ballas, used to be Ballas, really Ballas,
1: shitty. Ballas, and then since they, they redid Harris a little they bit ago, it. it's, it's not bigger. so bad.
0: It's, now, the is very nice. I didn't get a chance to go in there because when you're in the inlet part, or the, what do we call that, the Bay Area, whatever they call it, you got a couple of choices there. But then you're locked in. I'd rather at least be on the boardwalk during the day. I enjoyed walking up and down the boardwalk. It's kind of an old-school boardwalk. But it's shot. And there's filthy people walking around. It's a mess. And once it got to be dark, I was like, this place is nuts. It's unsafe. I went to the Steel Pier, okay? Now, everybody knows I used to go to the St. John Vianney uh, Fair for years in Colonia, New Jersey. But the Steel Pier is the most famous. You could argue the most famous boardwalk in the world is the Atlantic City Boardwalk. I think it's the first one. It was big. It's loud. It's great, right? But the steel piers they have all kinds of stuff, and now they still have it. But the rides on it are like the rides you go to at St. John Vianney Fair. They look temp- – like, I get the feeling the guy can say, everybody, there's a storm coming in. We have to take the rides down. And within six minutes, everything's all – there's nothing permanent. There's nothing – it's horrific. And some of those rides where they sling you up into the air, like the guys working it, I'm like, I can't do that. I'll, I'll, my luck, my fat ass, I'll get slung – and I'll end up in, uh, you know, in, in Matisquan, come flying through Leggetts. Um, it just, it's it's so awful. Then I went into the, like, the Hard Rock was okay, but there's that, like, biker. Uh, um, matter of fact, I don't have any tattoos. So and I got People a, were, people were pointing been... at me, like, look at him. He's got no tattoos.
1: Everyone the in casino, City has what's the casino that set up, like, the old Western? It's like Wild West, is it? It's
0: gone. I don't, that's not open. I could. No, that's no, gone. it is.
1: It is because they well, had could, the. Um, they have I tried the sports to go in book there. in there.
0: I tried to go in there. I couldn't figure out even how to get that. That one's, I can't even imagine how shitty that one is.
1: But I no, will tell you they, this. No, they but ha- they have the uh, sports book in there with the TV. It's the biggest TV in New Jersey. It's like, it's like two football fields wide. I couldn't. And you can go I, and I, place I, bets on sports.
0: I couldn't oh, figure out what called? that is. I went to the Tropicana. They had that courtyard with the food. I walked all around. Then you see like an old Holiday Inn. And then you go by the old convention center. Of course, I had to Google Atlantic City Convention Center, which I believe you're going to Sunday for the sports yes. memorabilia yes, show. Yes, yes, yes. So, like, um, that's the
1: same thing with Atlantic City. I agree with everything you're saying. It's not a good, like, just up-and-go type of trip. Okay, yeah, it's event-driven for me. Do
0: me a favor. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you to do some homework. I want you to Google 1964 Democratic Convention in Atlantic City. Okay, just 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 read a little bit on that. Five minutes, three minutes, uh, it was a disaster. Places, to, but listen, the whole thing. But I will give you this: if you have to go to Atlantic City, say for a funeral, or someone's got a gun in your head and says you must go to Atlantic City, the only one to go to is the Ocean Club. That's the one that was the revel at the end, at the top there, the north side. I all walked the way. in there, yeah, all the way at the end. I walked in there and I was like, hey. Okay, this is where this is more. There you go. Now I, I feel like you know. They're about the all the way are.
1: at the end of the boardwalk, right? Yeah, they yeah. got the HQ pool there.
0: Yes, I walked in and I was like, "Wait a minute, here we go." This is where the people from Westfield go in Ridgewood. I get this now. It was clean, neat, um, beautiful uh, indoor outdoor pool on like the fifth floor, so you can kind of look over. Um, you could go in the pool indoors and a little bit outdoors. They have areas where you can sit on a deck, not on the sand, which I love. Um, the restaurants were nicer. The casino area, yeah. Course, and more. for
1: and for uh, a fourteen hundred and ninety nine dollars a night. You know night, what? If
0: you know you're going, go online, the Groupon. Try to figure out a way. All these hotels are trying to get
1: people. You to gotta go. To, yeah, Monday you gotta yeah. skip. You could stay for three days, but it has to be Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. You gotta leave on Wednesday. Like there's, I'm telling you, those rooms listen, are expensive.
0: I, but listen, Atlantic First of all, I gambled a little bit. I only I played a little craps and the first night I gambled I I won I played for like 2 hours craps and I won 5 bucks which I think is a win. Um uh, then eventually of course I gave that back over the next couple of days. Um but here's another shitty thing. Now again I was only in Bally's, all right, cuz it was right there. The, the 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 dealers, the pit crew, whatever you call for craps, they were like they were like shitty making jokes that were not funny. They were being like, they, they, they were not giving the right payouts. And a lot of those guys, you get those Italian guys, like, hey, you owe me another $16. Like, that's such a bad look. Like, one of the things about about any, it happened on a cruise once where they didn't give right payouts. And I didn't know it, but the lady next to me goes, hey, you're jipping everybody. And the guy was, oh, I'm sorry. Like, they were like not giving payouts correctly. And the guy was like, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Not-. And you can see everybody's faces like, hey, wait a minute. We know we're all going to lose our money here, but like, if I, when you know we do like, win,
1: <laughs> yeah. right.
0: You know what it was like to me? You score a touchdown in the NFL and kick the extra point. They're like, all right, that's good. Giants take a lead for nothing. Like, no touchdown is six extra point is seven. It's not four nothing. So I was like, what is this? It was obnoxious. And then people would crowd the craps table and not gamble. So you go, Hey, you know, um, are you gambling? And one lady was like, yes, I am. And then I got in on the side. She didn't place a bet for like a half hour. I'm like, no, you got to get the, you got to get off. You know, I, you know, I, let me lose money on my own here. Um, I made a little run when I was rolling the die. Um, it did okay, but in the end, I lost a couple hundred bucks. But I had fun. Um, then I went back to my hotel, uh, and I just, you know, went to sleep. In, uh, you, in, ever, in you ever, you ever miss?
1: In a- you ever miss when you're when you're shooting, shooting craps, oh. miss, miss entirely and just like botch the oh, okay. entire? No, well, throw times, it off the table.
0: You know what I did a couple times. I got you know uh, when you win you get an eleven or a seven, and so I won back my past uh, bet a couple times. I also didn't have the bankroll. The first night, if I had some bankroll where I can put that bet behind the your initial bet, I was only doing one to one. You really should go four four times that. I just didn't have the bankroll. One thing about craps, it's almost like you got to have. To me, craps is like if, if I'm your loser. Yeah, but yeah, to me, crap's just like if on your roster you have LeBron, Jordan, Jabbar, Larry Bird, and Magic, and they're all going to get hurt. So, ah, oh, LeBron's hurt. Uh, you know, Michael Jordan comes in. Oh, you know, Michael Jordan's. Eventually, though, one of them's going to score 45 points and you win the game. But when you're like, you've got to be able to lose 300 to win 900. But like for me, once I'm down 300, I'm walking away and I'm going to hang myself. But I, matter of fact, staying at the Claridge, I wanted to hang myself, but I refused. Matter of fact, I was making. Uh, I that couldn't be how
1: it went down. That that you, how you remembered. I, oh, at I the Claridge.
0: I literally said, I, I I said to God, please, no matter what happens to me,
1: don't, don't let me let, die here. You,
0: you can let me die in Harris, watching my daughter dance. I'm fine with that. You can't let me die in the Claridge because they'll write that in the article. And no, they won't let read. you
1: leave. They won't let you leave.
0: Not, I might stay there, but by the time they find me, we'll <laughs> be, it'll be stuck like... there.
1: You know, You'll be stuck, you know and even what, you know then, the of the... like even then, your ghost will probably be stuck. Let's who, like, do they? Even... I am
0: gonna, I'm gonna rename the Claridge Hotel. This is gonna be the name of it. Tell me if you agree with this. It's now gonna be called Tr- Trevor Burbick's Last Fight Hotel. What do you think of that name? Is that not <laughs> that the works. perfect name? That okay? works because it represents tre- Trevor Burbick. He stunk, but he was good for a little bit. I wonder but if his it's last his fight last was in fight. It, Was
1: Trevor Burbank's last been, fight it, it, in it, Atlantic it, City?
0: Right. And he might have been, been on a, at the Clare. Now, here's the crazy thing. I talked to a buddy of mine who's a degenerate gambler. He's like, dude, what are you staying at the Clare? That place sucks. You don't even bring hookers there. I'm like, I, I, listen, I saved somebody. But he says, but listen, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Atlantic City's dead across the board, and that is true. I was walking around on dead nights. But he said, you'll see. The Claridge will get crowded. I didn't see a human being for three days at the Claridge. It was just me and, like, the lady at the counter. But by Thursday and Friday, I went to go. I said, what if I was going to get a room tonight at the Claridge? Sold out. That place, I said to myself, this is so – because the whole problem with Atlantic City is you can't get any food. Everything takes three hours. You Especially at the end of the night. At Harris, at Harris, they closed a lot of things. Everybody talks about shortage. I think they're just saving money on labor. The little coffee shop, the deli thing, had a line of 100 people. It, 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 everything's got a line. Nobody comes around with drinks anymore. I'm like, all I want is a Miller Lite. I'm thirsty here. Horrible. Um, so, listen.
1: I'm trying to find where Trevor anyway, Burbick's Brigantine was, was nice.
0: Oh, I'm glad you're Googling that. Brigantine was nice. That's where my daughter was. Uh, I thought it looked a little that LBI feel, maybe a little more blue-collar. Um, I also drove uh, south. To Ventnor, Ventnor City, drove through there. A lot of my um, college buddies uh, grew up down that way. Then I drove into Margate, which is beautiful. The parts of Margate have that seagirt, Spring Lake feel. And then I ended up in Ocean City. Now, um, Ocean City is great if you have seven kids and you want to go on the boardwalk. It's an alcohol-free town. No BYOB. It's banned. It's like a banned substance. Okay. So you can't even, even drink I, in
1: your own house?
0: I, I don't even know. I, I guess you can but to me it's like wow you're walking along the boardwalk. you maybe want to get clams on a half shell a couple of beers nothing um so i don't know i, I couldn't i could never last in, in uh, ocean city i only have one kid uh and she's 13 now um so anyway but i will tell you this it's also clean and neat and way nice it's like a perfect yeah. little uh, ocean town um the it's perfect for the kids my daughter i went there she went on the ride she had a blast she had- a blast with her friends. So, I, uh, although I couldn't stay there, because uh, unless I had to go alcohol-free for a week, which I'd probably get the shakes. Um, but if you have kids, it's wonderful. It's a nice beach. The boardwalk's long and nice. They got nice rides. The other thing I got involved with, uh, on the way back, I stopped at my buddy Tommy Plinio's place, the Pine Tar Tavern. You guys got to check this place out. It's off Exit 74. Um it's in kind of in the middle of nowhere, but not really. It's like a boating town. Um, it's uh, it's in Forked River. This place is awesome, bro. If this place was in Woodbridge or near us, we'd go every night. Total sports stuff on the wall. Matter of fact, he has my dad's pictures. Any of you know my dad? His Lou Gehrig room. I gave Tommy like seven photos. He's got them up on the wall, a little area above the door. It looks really cool. I felt like my dad was in the room. I loved it. He also has a beer league poster. We might do some kind yeah, of yeah. He took he
1: how about this? He took the beer league poster from this studio, and I didn't return yours yet. No, that's okay. I, to... I think you gave it to him. Like he was like, "Oh, you forgot to bring one for him," right. and he was yeah, here, he and I was he's like, "Oh, but damn, I never, I'm not gonna... I was supposed
0: to. I was supposed to return one to you.
1: And we which also have a cooler, a Palumbo cooler, sitting in my in the in the kitchen over here. Somebody left a cooler at the barbecue, which we've. I think it's uh. Oh. Um,
0: my sister did. Yeah, your I'm
1: sister's cooler, yes. I'm gonna
0: come down there maybe next week and a week after to do a live show. Um it's been a, a matter of fact, I'm definitely gonna be there next Monday because I be, might be coming back from the shore. So I there will you go. be there next week. Perfect. Uh live from downtown, Madawan. Anyway, uh go check out the Pine Tar Tavern. They're not an advertiser. Although if I called him up, um he totally would
1: do this At yeah, least he at least join your Patreon.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna get him to join Patreon. So Uh, But it's a really, the food's good. I got chicken, like a chicken savoy, like they serve at the Belmont. I had a couple of nights, the lady made me some nice Bloody Marys. Uh, The girls are pretty that work there. It's it's a great thing. Loved it. And I wish him well with that. I think he's going to kick ass with it. And that's cool. All right. Well, now the time is for cornholelevel.com. That's right. I dropped a piece of paper on the floor, <laughs> so if that's what you heard me leaving, that was me dropping it on the floor. This next this next segment is sponsored by CornholeLevel.com. That's right. If you have a board cornhole in the yard, you got to have it leveled, right, Chris? Guys like you and me, we can't play cornhole when it's not leveled. Have you ever had that embarrassing? Chris, have you ever had a barbecue and your cornhole level boards were not leveled and at the right angle, which means leveled and to and fro, it's embarrassing. Can't have but I almost
1: did, but Mike came through and he hooked up the, the Chop Sports Barbecue. We didn't right. have that. So issue.
0: every board at Chop Sports was perfectly level, which is the way it's gotta be. And if you go to cornhole you get these you buy this little thing, it's nineteen ninety-five. You get a discount, twenty percent off if you put it in JP Show, or twenty percent off if you put it in Chop Sports, you get twenty percent off the entire order in case you're buying them for friends and family. This is a perfect gift for your cornhole fans in your family. It's also a jerk-off gift a little bit, like stocking stuffer, because it's like guys like me, I would show up at a party with these things and just abuse the people that think they're good in cornhole, because you know my theory. Give me and my brother 20 minutes, and we're as good as everyone at the party at Cornhole. This thing works on every board. It levels it, the right angle even. Because a lot of people, I've gone to these parties, I'm like, that's not the right angle. It's too steep, too flat. The holes, you know, the whole thing is off. Uh, it's great. It uses indoor, outdoor, barbecues, tournaments here at Shea. com, It's my friend Mike Caprio, who is the second, second, he's actually the third second baseman. Because we had uh, Lou Paragallo. Then Mitch, then Mike Caprio, and I squeezed in a couple years. Second playing second base too, but that's it. Cornholelevel.com. Put in JP show or Chop Sports. Get your twenty. percent They're only nineteen ninety five. Check them out. They're funny. It's a great gift. You, you, someone's backyard. You show up, you'll get a lot of laughs. And the thing works. It's perfect. So I I'm gonna briefly mention. I know I'm gonna be down to one ninety two by opening day. Football. Scarlet McKnight's playing Boston College. Uh, big game for Rutgers on the road. Got to win that game. Um, so, uh, all the preseason picks came out, and Rutgers got picked to come in sixth out of seven teams in the East. I think only Indiana is going to be worse than them. Um, I can't argue with the pick. Listen, Rutgers has been so, a lot of Rutgers fans. Are like, what do you mean? I'm like, you know what? We've been so unbelievably unsuccessful that anytime someone picks Rutgers to do shitty. You just can't argue with it. Sorry. It's like, okay, and I think now,
1: I think people right now are like, "Oh, it's now. it's like we're we're back on with the whole Shiano thing. And they're expecting that just because it's Shiano that the wins are going to automatically right. come. It's a much you know, different situation now you know, for Shiano. Well,
0: the competition's
1: much, okay? much tougher.
0: I will tell you this. I do know this about Rutgers football, okay? It's never going to be institutionally like a Penn State or something like that. But it certain could be it certainly could be as good as, Indiana, Maryland, Northwestern, um, uh, that's about it. At least those three, because uh, they have the same issues. Maryland, they think they're good, but they suck too. Um, but I will tell you this. There's no doubt in my mind, If, if everybody says college football's by recruiting. Rutgers, a lot of the guys that went into the transfer portal weren't any good. We picked up four or five guys into the portal that's played on better programs last year, and our recruiting has been much better in the last two and a half years so if you go by putting better odds in the jar rutgers should be better this year in football the problem is with rutgers football it's even basketball big 10 man <laughs> so michigan michigan state penn state uh, uh um, ohio state
1: what's going uh, on that quarter what's going on that quarterback Nobody knows. It's either going to be
0: Vegel or Wimsat. I've gone on record saying I don't think Wimsat is going to beat him out. I think Seattle is going to make a political decision because maybe Wimsat will, will transfer. But, but
1: here, here's my thing: is that you know for a fact that they're not going to be a really great team with Vegel. They might be be around what they were last year, but Wimsat could light the country okay. on fire and but be you know that what? good.
0: You, you got it. But you got to do that in practice. It doesn't just happen on the. Of field. course, of course. I think I think Wimsett's definitely going to play a lot. But I will tell you this. A team like Rutgers, they they improve their offensive line, okay? So if you give a, a, a game manager like Vedrill some time and they added some wide receivers, I say he'll be better, and so will Wimsatt. Part of me wants to throw wins, but you know what? You got to go. If I'm Shiano, I'm like, you know what? I got to put the best guy in.
1: What are we talking about here? You know if Wimsatt's ready to go, he's going, period. Oh, no question
0: but if he can't beat out federal, he's not going to start him just because. No way.
1: No, no way. I agree.
0: He's got to beat him out in the dog days of August. But he will
1: put in some he will put in some packages in for him. He's going to get the, well, he he's going to get year, some playing so time. Gonna, yeah.
0: And who knows, injuries and so we'll see. Um all right, Yankees All right, a couple of things. Uh number 1, my boy Giancarlo All-Star game hits a bomb, very cool. Um but uh I'm a little disappointed because they come in, they lose twice to the Astros. That was a bad look. I hated losing both those games. Um, And now Stanton is exhaustion. That didn't read well to me. Sat out the last two games. I guess he was flying back and forth. Maybe he's got COVID. I don't know. Um, We'll find out soon enough. They don't play tonight. Um, I'm a little bummed. that You you can't. You're getting paid $25 million a year. There's no exhaustion, right? I mean, come on. I love Stanton, but his batting average is dropping a lot. And he's not quite as bad as... um, Rizzo Look, or Gallo? Yeah. There's no Which way that Stanton,
1: big... Stanton went to the trainers and said, "Look, I'm exhausted. I need a couple of days." The Yankees they're spinning it however they want, but he's not exhausted. He's injured. He's got something. he's nagging something nagging right. him.
0: Something's going on. We'll find out soon enough. Um, so that's it. The Yankees, have, of course, won two out of three against uh, the Baltimore Orioles, who I think are much better than everybody says. They got a nice little club there. Um, Cole makes me sick. I, something about that guy makes me freaks me out. I don't know why. Um, but listen, judge, what are you gonna say about this guy? Jeez. I mean, judge is just a monster. He, I mean, if, if, if there's guys making $34 million a year in baseball, judge should get 45. In other words, he has to be the highest Mike, paid player Mike
1: Trout, year. Mike Trout makes 37 million this year. Highest paid. So
0: then, so then, but how long ago did he sign that deal?
1: A year and a half.
0: Okay. So tack on inflation. Everybody makes more. Money I mean, a years
1: I, I, I wouldn't say that I want Judge to make forty million a year, but the Yankees just offered him like thirty, and he said no. So they're going to have to pony up definitely close he, to forty.
0: Unless, unless, of course, he gets. But hurt do
1: you think? Do you think 30. that he earned himself an extra ten million a year? Like thirty million is a lot. He's not he getting forty has, million.
0: I dude, I don't know, bro. I disagree with you. He, who, who really? I I don't want to hear about Otani, Judge. Dude, judge said I'm gambling on myself, and I'm not saying the season's over yet. We got two more months, but like judge is looking at me. like he gambled on himself. And well, he
1: he made up. he's here. Here's you eating your words because you are on this very I show. I was going to bed. I did. And I did. he is anything. Well, wait he's a the minute, though. American League Still, MVP.
0: Okay, but you know what? All it takes is. Oh, don't oh, don't don't you dare! Oh, and judge don't, is you dare. Up. Anyway, don't you so dare! Anyway, so judge is having a monster year, but again, I do this segment. I don't understand why everyone just loves this guy, Rizzo. I'm the only guy in America. I'm the only broadcaster. If you want to call me a broadcaster, I don't get, listen, everybody knows I'm a Stanton fan, but everybody hates Stanton. Oh, he strikes out to my, everybody's bitching him. I can't play to feel everything. But Rizzo is, you, you, he's the second coming. Rizzo, oh, Gallo sucks. You know, Gallo's batting 164, but batting average doesn't matter. So I think Gallo should have made the all-star team. And Rizzo it's like, oh my God, Rizzo! So he's so good, he's so good, he's so good. And all I see, again, every week I do it. What did Rizzo do this week? He was he had a really good week. He was three for eighteen. He's batting two twenty one. Now, I, I even started looking up so his on base percentage is three thirty seven. The last three years, it's two forty eight, two forty nine, and two twenty one. His career batting average is two sixty six. So he's like almost forty points off his career batting average and he really hasn't batted high in years he's 207 hitter in the postseason i don't want to hear about that oh but he walks but he walks I, I i'm sorry i don't i rizzo is a key element for the yankees we need him to do well and i actually like rizzo i do but i could tell but but why is everybody think like everyone loves rizzo i haven't met anybody that even goes yeah jimmy you're kind of right he's really not that good Everyone says Look, he's great. I
1: think, I think the Yankees would move off of Rizzo in a heartbeat if they got the right opportunity to do so. Right now, they just don't. I,
0: I, I, yeah, but I just don't think this guy's that good. I think he's got everybody fooled. He's, the media loves him. He smiles. He does the nice charities, and I love all that. But, like, like I'm looking at the games. This guy he stinks. I think he stinks. I'm sorry. Uh, Gallo is even below. Gallo, to me, I I actually feel bad for him. And I'm actually worried about Gallo because, like, the booze that he gets are bro. He's batting 161. Um, I'm sorry, I don't think he's. I don't think he should make the playoff roster. I don't. He won't. He won't. Um, something's gonna happen. Maybe he's gonna be part of a trade. He won't
1: even. I don't think he'll be on the roster. Period. By then, I think that oh, yeah. you might see a couple more games out of Rizzo. I mean, out of uh, Gallo. And, uh, and also be another, that.
0: another guy who I I I don't think stinks, but man, 341 million dollars for Lindor. I don't get. That's another guy. That is not you, you. If Judge, if I would, if I were Judge, I would call up Lindor and say, "Hey man, can you come to me with, to the meetings? You just sit next to me while I'm negotiating, because then they're going to look at you, and you signed a 10-year, 34 million. So I'm going to have you sit next to me, and that way I can get my 55 million dollars. I think he's another overrated player. Good for the Mets. They had to make the deal, put him on the map a little bit. Cohen's first blush. I get all that." And I actually don't like the way. I don't mind Lindor. I just don't think if you ask a Met fan sitting in a bar in Queens on a Tuesday night what he thinks of Lindor, paying five dollars for a Miller Lite draft, he thinks he stinks too. Um, I just bashed him for no reason, but that's how it is. I just don't think I, these guys. What is that deal with them? My God. Uh, where are we now? We're we're getting towards the end of the show, but a couple things. I'm watching The Old Man. There's a major plot point happening in the last episode. Don't know if you caught it.
1: Um, I'm i I'm, I'm up to episode three right now.
0: Okay, something so cool. I'm I, catching I, up. Something pretty cool happens episode seven. They're not major, but it's cool. Um, I can't wait to see where the show goes. It's a lot darker. It's,
1: to... it's a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. It's, it's like
0: very dark. It's a little slow moving. If you're looking for guns, and there's a couple of scenes where they shoot people and stuff. But if you're looking for action, it's not it. It's all about how to CIA deals with stuff underneath the, they got guys that clean cleaners, you know, like Ray Donovan kind of shit. Um, but another show that's on that. I want, I started taping, but I didn't watch it is El Capitan, the captain on ESPN. And I watched a few minutes of it. I could tell right away. I'm going to hate it. All because these things are produced, but whenever a show is produced by the guy, just like I hated the Michael Jordan one. Um, I, 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 I didn't watch it yet. And uh, because here's a real pain in the ass with this show. It's on ESPN, ESPN broadcast games. So when they say tomorrow night, 10 o'clock, the captain, but the eight o'clock game runs late. They when you DVR it, you don't know when it airs. And so episode one, I was admittedly a home run derby. Why they decided to put it on after the home run derby is insane to me. Um, so I had to take it again. Because because so- Jimmy,
1: Jimmy, because nobody watches that shit on TV anymore. Everyone gets their like who's everyone's just going to ESPN. Oh, you got ESPN? Yeah, you're going to go on espn.com and watch the Jeter thing. Nobody go watches TV right, anymore. I
0: thought it was only on ESPN Plus. It's on espn.com.
1: Same same thing. ESPN well, Plus espn.com.
0: $15 a month.
1: I mean, like ESPN Yeah, ESPN Plus is like 6.99. But anyway, but, I mean, I have ESPN I Plus, but I'm a psychopath.
0: I was I was using Google all week. I was googling about the Claridge, the history of Atlantic City, the history of Ocean City with the no alcohol and shit. It has to do with like Protestants in the 1800s when they first settled the settled the city. But I got reminded. I saw something about uh, Donnie Moore. He was a pitcher in the 70s and 80s. Um, and I ended up I went on I'd, I did something like with the kids do. I went on YouTube and watched a documentary that aired on ESPN Classic 20 years ago. And this guy, Donnie Moore, was a pitcher and a closer for the uh, California Angels. And in 1986, okay, the Angels were up three games to one, seven-game series. They were up by three in the top of the ninth at home, closing out the Red Sox. Up by three. Guy hits a two-run home run off Mike Witt, who scattered like four hits throughout the game. Mike Witt was one of the best pitchers in the league that year. They take out Mike Witt. Two outs. Two strikes. He was making Dave Henderson look sick. He throws a low slider. Why he didn't throw a high heat, I don't know. He throws a low slider. And Dave Henderson goes down and gets it and hits a two-run home run. Now, you got to remember something. Devastated. Because a couple of reasons. Gene Mock managed 26 years. Never been to the World Series. You had Reggie on that team. Reggie was looking to do an ultimate fuck you to the Yankees by making the World Series in 86. And Reggie was always clutch. He made the Angels better, even though he wasn't hitting that well. Um, And they were up. Now, they go down by a run. But in the bottom of the ninth, which everybody forgets, they scratch out a run. Okay? To tie it. Which everybody forgets that. And then they, and Donnie Moore pitched the 10th inning too. Like this poor bastard stayed out there, pitched the 9th to 10th and the 11th. Walked a couple guys. Next guy came in. They lost. Now, I thought it was the final game. It wasn't. Still had game six and seven. Red Sox beat him like 10 1 and 8 2, something like that, blew him out. It was all over. Donnie Moore, now, Donnie Moore, I'll get to what happened to Donnie Moore in a second, but here's another fucked up thing. Game four. The Red Sox were up 3 nothing in the eighth inning. And they ended up tying it. And who won the game? Bobby Gritch knocked in Jerry Naren, who was the <laughs> – you know, they'd catch him on the Yankees who replaced Thurman Munson back in the day. Um, unbelievable. And so every game was like a wacky weight uh, the series. Then they lose six and seven. Now, the Red Sox, of course, go on to, to the World Series and they play the Mets. And the Mets – uh, the, the, you can make the argument, you know, the, the Buckner. So between the Angels choked, the Buckner play, all the games were crazy. They say the 86 playoffs were insane. And I got to agree. I mean, no, that's some wild uh, that's some wild stuff. And there. that's and and that's you, not even
1: that's not even talking about like the Mets actual run too. You're not even factoring in the team that ends up winning the World Series.
0: Right. Uh, there's all kinds the Darryl of cra- things.
1: So they think the, the Mets clubhouse bit. was a whole other right. so, story. That's
0: a, And, then and that whole element. It. Now Gene Mark, who he gets in he always some of the greatest managers of all time, they always put Gene Mock in there. But another thing I didn't know. I'm going to educate you. Maybe you know about this. You're smarter than me. He was the manager for the 64 Phillies, which is they considered uh, like one of the top collapses of all time. So, dude, check this out. So, this guy, 26 years, never went to the World Series, all right? But in 64, his first or second year, five-and-a-half game lead on September 1st, okay? Then six-and-a-half game lead with 12 games to play. Now, if the Yankees were up six-and-a-half games with 12 to play, we'd be like, oh, all right, you, we got this. Dude, they lost ten games in a row. <laughs> That's and he was the manager. You
1: sure this isn't the Mets?
0: I swear, I think this uh, maybe the Mets collapse was worse than this. But I don't I think
1: know. The 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 Yankees, the Red Sox collapse when they had like a yeah, but that was in June.
0: Lead. It was in June. They, they this was this was dude six and a half games up with twelve to play. Yeah, the Mets the Mets had
1: the Mets. I think it was seven with thirteen to go, and they so it's like right, so very it's similar. close similar. But this Bad. is by the same manager,
0: oh. same manager who blew it with the Angels. Oh my God!
1: What anyway. would you rather have? Would you rather blow that, or would you rather blow the three games? Three. Uh, well, Ashley's like looking over here right now. She's like, "Wait, maybe you should clarify on what you're talking about." Oh, if bro. you were, if you were, if you were the Yankees, well, or the stay, when would you, you stay, rather When blow you stay at the it, Claridge,
0: when yeah. you stay at the Claridge, the phrase <laughs> you want to use, the word Do you want to blow, uh, that that came up in the parking lot.
1: Several now. options. Present themselves, but yeah, would no, you rather, would you rather, blow rather a three game lead in the or... ALCS collapse or the regular? Season I would rather
0: collapse? collapse in the regular season. That Me too. Rest, uh, the Yankees haven't recovered from that, by the way. They haven't. Um, they haven't. So that's it. Well, but they check did out win a World Talk Series, series since then. But, but now, oh, I good. forgot to. I forgot to tell the the, the end of the story because I'm getting carried away with how shitty Gene Mock was. Um, Donnie Moore had issues with his marriage. A lot of the players knew it. He was beating his wife a lot. He was drinking. He couldn't handle He got booed everywhere. Everywhere he got booed. He was the guy who blew the game. Meanwhile, the, the Angels blew that uh, many other ways till Sunday. Um, especially Bobby Gritch in the 10th inning uh, did something stupid. But um, in the 9th inning, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3-0 pitch. He swung at the first pitch. Uh, but Donnie Moore drinking, beating up his wife. A couple of players came over to him Say, hey, dude, we know what you're doing. Your wife's all bruised. And then he got cut. He tried out for the Royals. They were going to put, they, for the minimum wage, I think back then was only 30 grand. He was making a million dollars a year. He had financial problems. Everybody was booing him. He was drinking, hitting his wife. Total nightmare. And he ended up, he shot his wife in the kitchen in front of his kids. But she didn't die. And they took him away in the ambulance. And one of his kids was like, Daddy, what happened to Mom? And she's like, don't worry. He He thought she was dead. And he said, "Don't worry, I'm going to join her now." And right in front of the kids in the kitchen, he blew his brains out. Oh my God! And I'm told that they have the the wife has been in and out of drug substance abuse, and the kids are all messed up. What a mess! All from a home a Dave Henderson home run. Totally sad. He was supposedly a real baseball gamer, and he just couldn't handle the uh, knowing the the, the the booze and the. Uh, it really made you think. Like, what are we doing here in sports? Booing the guy, but you know what? When Gallo gets up, I boo him, too. I mean, it's it's a terrible ending to it. It's just a, a tragedy. Well, also, I point. mean,
1: like, right now it's a little bit different. These guys are getting paid a shitload of money. They go home and they I don't, they literally. dollars was a lot, so. uh, Yeah, that's true. But, like, you know, Gallo's probably making, like, $10 million this year. Which is, which is insane. <laughs> like,
0: anyway, on, so yeah. check out that documentary on Donnie Moore. Many, I, I knew about it, but
1: when they really break it
0: down, the interviews with guys. Plus, it's funny to watch the commercials from the 80s uh you know that they i mean the 2000s that they were running some of the early geico commercials pretty funny anyway uh that's about it a couple of quick things don't forget august 5th i'll be down in mammoth beach i think it's a private event though uh at a mammoth beach club doing stand up but the big one august 6th in white plains performing arts center so it's wp pac look for mike marino I'll be uh, performing with him. It's going to be a big show, beautiful theater in downtown White Plains getting involved. That's a Saturday, August 6th. And also August 7th, a Sunday, a really cool show at Willie McBride's in Hoboken, New Jersey. Those are my Hoboken people. Come out and check out that show. And also, do not forget, my boys, September 11th, Sunday, late afternoon, the Southern Cross Band. By far the best Jersey Shore band ever. All kinds of Southern rock. They're great. They're getting the original band back together for a reunion show at the Osprey. There'll be tons of Palumbos there. Sonny and Joe Pruitt, Gary Ross, Michael Tiny Dykes, and I think even the original keyboard player, which I've never seen live as well. They're going to be there for a cool reunion show. I told him I'd give a shout-out, and I will. So go check out Southern Cross at the Osprey. And also, don't forget to go to Pine Tar Tavern. Uh, in Fork and River. And don't forget to go to Absolute Eyewear. Chris, you got to go there. You can't see shit. And don't forget to get your cornhole level.com. But most importantly, patreon.com. I got to get at least one person. I got to, like, I, I think, i one a week. That's what I want. Is that fair? One a week.
1: Yeah, I one think one that's week. more than fair. More than fair.
0: And I'll give you a shout out and I'll send you some stuff too. Anyway.
1: You might even get your cornhole leveled.
0: <laughs> yes, which I have them laying around here. All right. That's our show. Uh, Chris, thank you. I know we had some technical things, but it's a little delayed today.
1: I think we and actually made it through to the other side just, we did. just fine.
0: And hopefully um the show will drop by 9 a.m. tomorrow, which is always that should be the real vague. Is there vegas odds on that? Like on FanDuel? Will well, Chris I can forget manipulate. to drop? I can it?
1: manipulate those odds. I can manipulate those <laughs> odds. And look, to be fair, those those weren't forgets. If I'm not doing the show and then like I'm, I'm I don't even come back and then the next day I'm expecting that the podcast would have been I know, posted
0: i know i know you listen you have a podcast network i'm still 25 of your downloads and you forget about me at the airport and Palumbo is left at minneapolis airport who will be right back he's taking a cab to saint yeah Louis. I, ha-
1: I was like i was like hold on doc before you take out this catheter i have to post jimmy's <laughs> podcast i think you should say doc
0: i know my balls are hurting but i have to download a podcast
1: it's very All important right. very important by the
0: way your sh- your show was great today uh uh um, the chop sports daily show check that out um but uh, the, the dave saying the jets are going to go 5 and 0 and then finish like 10 11 and 6 was so great plus gotta i know the steelers he, they got to the do that to on purpose because you know i'm telling everybody that his kids are going to be jet fans because his wife's family are all jet fans and then he says the jets are going 11 and 6 is he insane he gave me he wrote the oh, joke it's
1: like a layup
0: i just pounded it pounded it. i was doing don Maynard jokes and al toon and wesley walker uh, but Dave thinks the Jets are going five and zero. I would love. I can't actually. You know what? I've, I've told you off I hope the Giants and Jets are really good one year because you guys are going to realize, hey, how come no one really cares about the Packers and Cowboys anymore? <laughs> You're going to see people going to be going Jets, Jets, Jets.
1: Uh, I the think Packers, the, the Packers' are, downfall is probably imminent in the next couple of years. You got to yeah, imagine. Uh,
0: Rodgers can't play till he's fifty. Um, so anyway, that's it. That's my show. We'll see you everybody. Chris, thank you very much. And I will talk to you soon. Good evening. All right, buddy. Where have you come from?